1: Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast tonight. Well, the football season was over, is over now, and it was a satisfying Super Bowl. I thought that both teams had some great moments, and both teams had some moments where you were shaking your head. If you're a 49ers fan, it was the lack of call timeouts at the end of the first half and them not being really aggressive until they got the ball back and then you have the push off play that that's called on Kittle for the, the chiefs. It was Patrick Mahomes being uncharacteristically bad. Like he, he wasn't himself until they got down 10 points. I don't know how Kansas city does this over and over again, but they've done it throughout the entire playoffs. And it's been, a lot of fun to watch, to see this quarterback who's 24 years old, who after having mistakes, after throwing interceptions that were bad, one where I don't know where he was looking, and the other one where the ball is behind Tyreek Hill and it ends up getting picked and you're sitting there going, oh, this is going to be something that, that he has to live with for the rest of his life. He's able to rally in the game and end up with you know, over 300 yards of total offense. He ends up, it's his passing rating for the game is 78.1. But when it mattered, he came through with big plays. He comes through with the 44-yard the play on third and 15. And good for him. I was talking with Anthony Heron and Arthur Arkish on the score Sunday afternoon and we were talking about what this win does for Patrick Mahomes. And I said that I felt that it put him as the face of the NFL. Now as he was asked in a press conference about this, he said that Lamar Jackson is the MVP. And I think that the Patrick's right. Obviously, he's the unanimous MVP for the 2019 season. But I think there are three quarterbacks that the league can feel like it's in good hands with Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson that those three guys can take that next step in the the future of the position. I I would say that Russell Wilson is still there as the present while you have and I don't mean this is disrespectful. It's just a, a matter of age. You have Brady and Breeze, and Rodgers is the guys that are passing the torch, Russell Wilson being the bridge, and then Jackson, Mahomes, and Watson as the quarterbacks that are going to take this thing into the future. That's where I think this is going. Patrick Mahomes has got star power. He's got star power for a lot of reasons, but it's a big component of the way that he plays, the way that he seems to carry himself, and there's no lead that's safe, man. If I'm the 49ers and you tell me we have a 10-point lead and the ball with seven minutes left to go in the game, I feel really good because my defense is good. And they got after Mahomes. They had, what, four sacks on the night, a bunch of hurries. They were putting pressure on them. They were hitting him a ton in this game. And at the end, he does just enough, just enough, makes a a big play. There were three plays I thought that were big, the third and 15, obviously. The flip side of that, that second and five when the Niners have the ball and they still have a chance and Chris Jones bats that ball down and it set up a a third and five that, that they weren't able to convert. I thought that was a huge play. And it's it's fun to watch great quarterbacking take hold. It didn't happen until late, but it showed up just in time for Kansas City. I'm really happy for Andy Reid. He's one of those guys where I have a lot of respect for what he tries to do for his assistants. And if you look at the Andy Reid tree, it's been really successful. I have people in... Miami explained it to me this way with the reason that his assistants become head coaches is because under him, they get a well-rounded education in football that they aren't just asked to be, they aren't just asked to do their, their job and that's it. They're allowed to grow. And I, I give him a lot of credit for recognizing that while it's great to stick around a coach like that and learn from a coach like that, that you want to move on and do your own thing. And the fact that they're, they're doing that is, is great. And I hope that next year, Eric Bienemy gets his opportunity. And I still hold out a little bit of hope for Dave Tobe, that he gets a chance at some point to at least get another interview to be a head coach. I'm super happy for him. He's one of the really good guys in the profession, uh, I loved covering him when he was the special teams coordinator for the bears. He landed in a great spot being back with Andy Reed, someone that he's known and loved and respected for a really long time. So when I'm watching the game play out, I'm, I'm thinking about guys like that and going, man, there's a guy who, who truly deserves it. I also think that the, the 49ers are going to be a problem for a while I think they're going to be a problem because I I think that despite the in-game stuff that Shanahan did today towards the end of the uh, first half, that was infuriating. I think he's one of the real creative minds in the game. I think that he has a real knack for play calling. And I know that there's criticism of him calling plays. But let me tell you something I really, really like. So you're down four. There's two and a half minutes to go in the game. And you come out there and you run it on first down. No one in the building was expecting that. You got to go, you know, what was it, 80 yards or whatever or 85 yards to to score a touchdown and take the lead in the game. And you run it on first down and you end up getting 17 yards on that play. That to me is is real faith in what it is that you do. They ended up averaging six and a half yards of carry like that's disgusting 141 yards on the ground six and a half a carry a bunch of different guys all playing their part in it with mostert and, and Debo Samuel and Tevin Coleman all playing their part to to make that run game work. so I think that because of the creativity that that he has and the way that if you oh, look at this is crazy. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine different receivers caught passes from Jimmy Garoppolo, who I thought was pretty good until he had to be. And that's been one of my criticisms of Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. He's OK. And he didn't have a disaster of a of a Super Bowl and one touchdown and two picks isn't great but you're forcing him at the end, he's not the quarterback that you want in that position. And I know that he had the comeback against the the Saints earlier this year, but when the money's on the line, that's not the guy that I want with the ball in their hands. They're better off when he's playing from ahead and he can run the ball and they can use play action, but he'll still get better too. I mean, this is a guy that came off a significant injury. And I thought played pretty well for, for most of the season. So I think that the NFL, like that's kind of what I walked away with. From my time down in Miami, I walked away with the NFL being in good hands. That we're now in a place where we saw throughout the the playoffs that there, there will be life after Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And we're starting to see that clear up as... as the next generation of quarterbacks start to take the lead. Like We, we have an idea of who they are, and, they, and the door is open for other people to walk through it, whether you think that that's Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield, or if you hold out hope that it'll be Mitchell Trubisky, which I'm, I'm guessing you might. Like You're like, well, maybe Mitch can end up doing that. I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about the, the Bears and Mitch Trubisky. I was just bringing it up as an example. I was looking forward to this Super Bowl, and and it didn't disappoint. The quarterbacks didn't play as well as I thought they were going to play in this game, but they played. They made this game entertaining. Um, I maybe I should do like a separate pod on the halftime show. I will say I was watching with my brother. My brother is a musician; he did not like it. I thought it was exactly what it it had been said it was going to be. It was going to be a celebration of Latin music and the careers of Shakira and JLo. And I, th- I thought it was well choreographed and a lot of fun. And that's what I ended up. I was disappointed by the commercials. There wasn't one that really, I mean, I kind of like the old town road one with, uh, w- with Lil Nas X. And was that Sam Elliott? I kind of like that one, but other than that, I was kind of, like, there were too many crossovers and I get it. People are trying to pool their money. So they don't, they don't have to pay the $5.6 million it was per 30-second commercial. But my goodness. There's one there's a piece of sound that I want you to hear. So you remember how I was rattling off about the, the run game of the 49ers? And I was talking about how great it was, and they averaged six yards of carry and all six and a half yards of carry. Well, on the other side, the, the Chiefs had 129 yards. They averaged four and a half yards per carry. Damian Williams, who I thought should be the MVP of the game, had 104 yards on the ground, a 38-yard touchdown. He also ended up having 29 yards of receiving yards in the game and a touchdown. I, I thought that he should have been the MVP because I thought that he was steady for all of the game. And Mahomes was a little bit off for some of the game. He said something really interesting in the post game, and my guy Tyler Dunn actually tweeted this out. He was talking about how all of us, including me, I did a whole podcast last week. You can go back and listen to it, talking about how the run game of the 49ers is sexy. He didn't like that no one was talking about the run game of the Chiefs. Try not to pay attention to the media and everything, but you know this is the only game on TV. You know we got two weeks to prepare. It's kind of hard to, you know, ignore, you know, what they're talking about, you know, media-wise. And just being able to hear, you know, talk about, you know, the 49ers, you know, as an offense, you know, and their run game. You know, they're a great team. You know, I'm not taking anything from them, you know, the run game. You know, and just not, you know, to not hear your name or anything and just, you know, how we do things on the ground,
0: you know, I pay attention.
1: I understand his frustration. I truly do. But he gets the last laugh. He won the Super Bowl, and he was a big part of it, even though he wasn't named MVP. It was kind of cool that Fox showed a tweet about from 2013 where Patrick Mahomes was talking about how cool it would be to be the quarterback who won the Super Bowl, and then gets to say, I'm going to Disney World. Well, he's going to Disney World, and his foundation gets a a million dollars from Disney because he said he's going to Disney World. And I think that's great. I'm sure there'll be more throughout the week that I'm going to talk about. I'm, I'm going to be back on the air. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, my man Dan Jiggis would say. Uh, at noon every day this week on the score, it was a, a really fun week at the Super Bowl. I, I'm looking forward to telling you all about my experience at the Super Bowl. I talked to a lot of interesting people. I talked to a lot of people that have thoughts on the Bears, and I'm looking forward to telling you that. Super Bowl 54 is over. We are on to Tampa. (laughs) Next year, Super Bowl 55 stays in Florida, but it moves north and and goes to Tampa. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. He is a a worthy heir to whether you want to say the throne is Tom Brady's or Brett Favre. He is a worthy, worthy heir. And, And now that he's also running the ball, he's so terrifying now (laughs) that he's running it oh i feel like i gotta check with joe on this i feel like the over under on patrick mahomes rush yards was 29 and a half and he came in right at 29 that's crazy if it's true but that's what i thought of the super bowl i hope you had a good time watching it i had a, a bunch of family come over my my nephew and my great nephew and my brother came over and we enjoyed it and I, I had a blast even though I didn't feel like a 100% but it was still cool and now we get on to the next thing well we'll probably spend some more time talking about all this but thank you for listening to Loho Daily it's appreciated talk to you tomorrow
0: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever